I'm Samantha Tomlinson. And I'm Kevin Tracy. Welcome back to Movie Reel, everybody. How are you today, Sam? I mean, I'm I'm doing okay. You're uh, physically ill, because what movie are we talking about? <laughs> Independence Day Resurgence. <laughs> the greatest sequel that nobody asked for. I uh, <laughs> I really don't know how to describe this movie. It was just so much wasted potential. It we'll, we'll kind of <laughs> boil boil this movie down as we kind of go into it. But yeah, right off the bat, uh, this movie. I don't think should have been made. Yeah, I thought that like 20 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. It, it Like, don't get me wrong. I love the first Independence Day movie. But you can't make a sequel for a movie like 20 years or so yeah. after the the original and still tie it back to the original. It, it doesn't work because you're going to have a huge disconnect from your audience because a lot of the people that that movie, the original movies for have kind of like aged out of the demographic that whatever your sequel is going to make is going to cater to, unless you specifically cater towards an older demographic. So they're already setting themselves up for failure right out of the gate. So, yeah. So uh, anyone listening last, uh, we're continuing our summer movies. And last year uh, we talked about Independence Day on uh, for the 4th of July. And so we decided we would continue and just do resurgence. Um, I think I hadn't, I admit last year, I hadn't seen Independence Day. Uh, I knew like, I, I knew the movie. I knew, I think I had seen like pieces of it. I knew Yo. it had Will Smith. And, Welcome to Earth. Uh, and and uh, Jeff Goldblum. And I I wasn't, I'm also just getting, I'm, I'm not that familiar with Roland Emmerich. Um, I only knew him. What? Okay, I was thinking after watching this movie, other than this Independence Day and Godzilla, and was it was Stargate the other one? Yes. What is does he have any? I don't know. I'm not familiar. Not familiar with the Roland Emmerich, so I apologize. Um, but is there he, a he, like he, solid? He is also uh, one of the main writers for the Day After Tomorrow. That. Uh, uh, global warming ish movie the the the, newer one or the older one the one from 2004 okay so then wait is i just remember isn't dennis quaid in one of them i haven't yeah dennis Dennis quaid's in it it's when new york freezes and he has to go and save his son who's it's gyllenhaal maybe i think yeah gyllenhaal is in one of them i just it just seems like roland emmerich seems to have this like repertoire and this just is it's it's filled with a bunch of stars and it's it's like it's, i said this like for godzilla i feel like i think i think i actually said this i was re-listening to our independence day episode for this and it just seems like he casts all these people that we're all somewhat familiar with either they are if they're like either being top build or even like the you know uh supporting characters or like the random people that you kind of meet throughout there you know them from somewhere like you know yeah. like i even like the random like group of kids in this movie i was like oh uh joey king oh, God. So she's in some stuff she's starting to make it a pretty good name for herself mckenna grace yeah um, they, they they there was absolutely no no they were they were in this movie they were pointless they were so, 
they were wasted potential and honestly i was rooting for that that like whole caravan to die it's like please can we just <laughs> just some debris and alien just shoot them so they're not in the movie because they really add they add absolutely nothing i to the yeah movie. i remember so this came out 2016 uh 20 yeah. years after the first one and yeah it just seemed like i mean again i didn't grow up on independence day um it and I know even that movie I think is just kind of okay, like it's fun, but it's it's a it's a very you know fun like yeah yeah movie yeah like it, it's 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 like it's not groundbreaking right no I mean it's kind of ground it, like at the time it was kind of groundbreaking with like you know like uh, the various like explosions like the White House exploding like all the models exploding like that wasn't really groundbreaking but it was just a really cool visual to see right right and in this movie there were multiple visuals there were a couple that I'm like wow this is a really great image and there were a couple where I'm like what am I looking at like I don't I can't it's there's too much going on that I can't I genuinely don't know what I'm seeing and I think it was maybe the whole like when the plane but not the plane the spaceship (laughs) is landing on like which that whole <laughs> sequence went on for so long there was just a lot of scenes and characters in this movie where it's like why why is this going so hard on this it it, it made no sense it's like okay we're going to need to make this ship to be uh, 3000 miles wide it's like that is ambitious unnecessarily that is unnecessarily excessive that's like it's like a giant starfish yeah. like it looked like a like a starfish like on a tennis ball it, it was just so huge that it had its own gravitational pull and it just destroyed literally everything that it touched so the... it's okay <sighs> because they made a couple funny funny lines like oh they like to hit the landmarks Actually, like, i will say cool. that was just casually, casually like, you know what that, that joke i will say there were jokes in this that i'm like they're funny but some of them like okay like towards the end so we got we got a lot of the return we got jeff goldblum uh we got uh bill pullman um Vivid. Vivica Fox for, for five, five minutes. There was that. Okay, we'll hold off on Vivica Fox. Um, yes. Uh, oh, 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 yeah. But uh, I, I, I kind of want to address the elephant in the room. Where's Will Smith? Well, they couldn't afford Will Smith for this movie, so they killed his character off in between I movies. I mean, I, I kind of assumed he didn't want to go back. Like, I don't know why would he? I, I think yeah. I, I don't remember what the actual reason was why he didn't come. I think he just, yeah, like you said, he just didn't want to come back. So, yeah, they just killed his character off screen and his his son, so, uh, uh, so Dylan, Vivica Fox, uh, played was by his, Jesse. like, girlfriend, his stripper girlfriend, and he wants to be an astronaut. Yeah, yeah. And she, or he wants to do the, he wants the program he wants to do, he can't get into it, and there's kind of a light, like, oh, it's because you're in this relationship. And, but he's like, you know, it's like he's a father to her son, like, he he has a it's like of his family yeah. and I guess there were just and my big okay you know let's just talk about the Fox now my bigger issue was not even that she was in the movie <laughs> I don't I don't whatever was just like she's a doctor apparently it's like okay was that a thing in the last I mean, movie I mean, was tr- she was she stripping to pay through medical school like I mean twenty years is a long ch- time to change no, careers it I guess. it is but there was no like. Oh yeah, that if, was completely if, out of if nowhere. It was like, <laughs> no... If it was a thing in the last one, like, oh, like no, she always wanted to be a doctor or something. Like, but they make no. It's like, okay, she's a doctor now, and I was just like, 
Yeah, yeah it's did. like, if it was ever mentioned in the first movie, I have no memory yeah. of that whatsoever. Even if it was just said in passing, it's like, oh, did you pay your medical bills? Like, your your college tuition bills yet? It's like, yeah. No? It's like, but, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, even very lazily or shoehorned in. But, yeah, it was, it was really weird. But I think weird. the biggest issue um, with this movie, I feel like, is just, yeah, I agree with you about, like, the, you know, disconnect. But also, it was... The thing about the first one, and like I said, I'm not like, it was a fun movie. I wasn't like, I'm not like obsessed with it. Um, But yeah, it's a fun premise. It's Independence Day. Everybody's gearing up for the 4th of July. And then there's an alien attack. And so, you know, we're trying to keep our independence from an alien. Like, sure. Like, that. That's a, that's fun. That's a fun concept for a movie. And yeah. this was just... I, I saw a review on IMDb that said, why is this even called Independence Day? It should just be called Chinese product placement extravaganza. <laughs> it really is. Because, like, even, like, uh, I was watching Cinema Sins uh, about oh this. Oh, my God. And is it, it funny? Like, it, oh, it's, it's like 20 <laughs> minutes long of just them bashing <laughs> this movie. It is just great. What was the total number of Sins? Do you remember? Like, well over 100. <laughs> like it just like you could instead of watching the movie just watch that he pr- almost goes scene for scene um but it, it was really funny it's like wow it's really crazy how much china is like super helpful in like all these movies like in the in the past few years because china is like there's like a a series of like pilots that are uh like the legacy squadron or something like that it has some like really stupid name that uh, 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 oh god, Will Smith's son's a part of. It. I'm just gonna refer to him as Will Smith's son because I I could give less of a shit about any of these characters' names. Um, it was Will Smith's son. It was Will Smith's son. Uh, Liam Liam Hemsworth. Uh, yeah. By the way, Asian girl. Yeah. I don't remember her <laughs> just, name. Rain. Rain. Rain was her name. But like, no, and then uh, 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 Chinese product placement. <laughs> not not May Whitman, the yeah. daughter. Yeah. Uh, Bill Pullman and well, uh, Jeff Goldblum. I was referring to him as Levinson in my head. Yeah, like he he was the one hundred percent the best part about this movie. Like he's he's Jeff Goldblum. He's funny. He's entertaining. And I oh, went yeah. into this actually. Uh, was he? So he's in Fallen Kingdom, but wasn't he like barely in the movie? He's in the movie for like all three minutes. So, uh, but obviously. He, he it, yeah it, it's like that was their advertising the same, like, but he that was their way of yeah that was that was our that yeah he, he's in the movie for i would assume he was there on set for like maybe a day maybe two because both scenes that he's in like one in the beginning and like one near the end it's the same courtroom he's almost i think he's wearing like the same clothes i don't know if it's the same thing and they just showed like a flashback to it like towards the end uh but yeah, no, it it could like this. This was just filmed in an hour. Like you, you're in the movie for unless they cut a lot of stuff that he was in. But I, but yeah, no, I, he's, he's in it for barely anything. I thought all. it was gonna be like that. I thought he was gonna be. I thought Jeff Goldblum was their selling point. But no, he and Bill Pullman are very much a part of this movie. And I'm like, okay, like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. If if Jeff Goldblum wasn't as involved in this movie. This probably this movie probably would have flopped even harder than it already did. Yeah, Wait, and that's it, saying something. It was it was just 
like, so kind of going back to what I was saying, like the first one was a really fun premise and the, and this one is just like, it's the, it's the same thing, but, uh, you know, higher stakes. Bigger. Yeah, no, bigger. <laughs> um, there's a bunch of people that I don't really care about. The only person that I do genuinely care about are, you know, are I, I'm like entertained by them because I know them are all the people that were in the last one. So like Jeff Goldblum and his dad and uh, Bill Pullman. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to disagree with you on Jeff Goldblum's dad. in this. Movie. Oh, he's useless. He but provi- <laughs> he provided nothing no, to this movie whatsoever. No. He was he was pure filler for the movie, plain and simple. Yeah, but he was still like somewhat entertaining and he was funny in the last one, but he, I agree he wasn't he didn't really he, he had, contribute. He had yeah, he had a couple of laughs, but not enough to like warrant him like being a full-fledged character oh, having no, as much no. screen time as they he they gave him. The, yeah. Him and like those random kids like with Get the, get the fuck out. I was rooting for the aliens whenever they were on screen. I will say screen. the scene at the end where, so what? what is his job now, Jeff Goldblum or David Levinson? What is his, he's, he's director Levinson. He, or what was his he, job in the last movie? I forgot. He, like a TV repairman, And he, man, he's the one that finds, gets the signal, which, you know, how yeah, is he, how is yeah, he he's the like one a, that gets the signal and no one else figured this out? But what... Yeah. Because he works with satellite TVs, and he was, like, top of his class, and he's, like, overqualified for his underpaid job that he has, or something like that. And this one, he's, like, a UN representative that, like, is, like, the, I guess, like, alien liaison, because he's, like, the expert, because I went to space. I'm I'm familiar with the technology, because it's 90s compatible, or something. Um Thank yeah. thank God that there this aliens uh, tech computer is uh is Linux compatible with my laptop. And I'm thinking about about this though with with Jeff Goldblum because he is a very uh I mean I think he's I think he's a t- he's a talented actor I really I love watching him um he's really fun he's really charismatic um just like again this is just regular Jeff Goldblum not even like on screen like he's he himself is a very entertaining fun person and so i was kind of thinking though like in would you say would you say him and will smith in the last movie and bill pullman are like the three main who is the main character of the first one will smith okay like like will smith yeah it's it's basically three stories that just converge it's will smith jeff goldman bill pullman which okay fine great and this one uh it seems like there's no main character. Um, there's it, it's like it's, yeah, it, it's very loosely three. It, it, they they're basically trying to catch lightning in a bottle for a second time that they did with the first Independence Day and try to follow the same formula of three different stories that eventually converge, and those stories are David and uh, like Jeff Goldblum's character and like the various like. Uh, government like force at like area 51 with like dr oaken yeah. played by brent spiner uh who who made a return from the first movie i forgot all about him and i texted you and yeah. i was just like yeah. who is this guy and you're like he's the i yeah. thought he was i'm like is it the pilot guy the like the weird like the you know the dad that everybody thinks is like crazy and he's like no i'm telling the truth about aliens like I no, 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 and then no, I'm like no, he's, no. He, he's dead and he's dead so I was like wait is it this guy and then you're like no it's the guy that got uh like 
mind control mind control during the alien autopsy which did uh, so when we first the first scene of this movie uh bill pullman wakes up from like a nightmare and yeah they're trying to make him i was so lost at first because i'm like the first like 20 minutes i was actually super confused i'm like i feel like i barely understand what's going on and well yeah and it was all well sorry sorry (laughs) but like the the they were trying to do like the same thing that they were trying to do with the first movie with the three intersecting stories yes. that like can converge at the end. They like, it, okay. So like the first story is, is Jeff Goldblum and like the government, like area 51 doing their whole thing, trying to figure out how to stop the mothership. The second story is, uh, Will Smith's son and Liam Hemsworth and the various pilots yeah. fighting like the aliens, like on the spaceship, and then the third story is Jeff Goldblum's dad on the worst road trip I've ever seen in my life. That's considered and the third story. I would have thought Bill Pullman and his daughter were kind of the third one. I feel like they converge all really quickly with Jeff Goldblum's character. Yeah, uh, it's all one coincides. Okay. It, it yeah, I feel I feel like it merges way too quickly before the third act for it to count it as its own thing. Yeah, okay. Whereas, like, the road trip is kind of, like, a continuous thing throughout the whole movie. The fighting with, like, the, the pilots is its own thing, and Jeff Goldblum is, like, there, like, and from actually, the yeah, beginning. even Bill Pullman, not Bill Pullman, sorry, Jeff Goldblum, and, uh, they, basically, uh, they come across, like, a giant crater or hole in Africa, and they ultimately, okay, another spaceship is coming, they attack it, and Jeff Goldblum is like, you know, no, no, we don't know what we're attacking. And and then I love, they like, blow, they push it back or whatever. And everyone's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, great. The movie's over. And I genuinely like laughed at like, but everyone's like, yeah, we're done. And then uh, Liam Hemsworth, yeah. uh, who, you know, is uh, the troublemaker. He's kind of rebellious and uh, yeah. a little reckless. Yeah. I, I, I also kind of yeah. want to say this about Liam Hemsworth's character. Him and Will Smith's son, they could have just been the same character. Yeah, oh. They, they could have just wrote that as one yep. character. Liam Hemsworth didn't need to be in no. this movie at all. They could have just combined all the qualities into Will Smith's son, and there you go. That's a full-fledged, yeah. multi-dimensional sure. character. And I thought that's what they were going to do. Like, Lee, I agree Liam Hemsworth yeah. is... Like, it's because this is 2016, so this is smack in the middle of, like, or towards... This is during the Hunger Games uh, trilogy, so he is very yeah, much no, like, very I, popular by this point, so... I, I, yeah. I, I totally understand why he's in this movie. He is eye candy f- to get like, butts in seats. I totally understand that, like, and I, I yeah. for the most it's part, like agree Shia with that. It's like in the fourth Indiana Jones, which you would think that being another Indiana Jones would be enough to get people to come. <laughs> Maybe when they would. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but we'll, like, no, we'll like, in the sense later. of, like, yeah, you don't necessarily need this young, popular guy. If anything, these other characters. Like, I feel like Jeff Goldblum is. Would you say, is there. Does he have. I'm trying to think, because it seems like a lot. Of, I don't want to say a lot, but the his most famous movies. Jeff Goldblum seems to be kind of a quirky, smart guy side character, like you know Jurassic Park, um, as well as Independence Day. Uh, well, I think that's also. I don't think that's 
him just being typecast. I think that's just him as a person. Like in a series uh, on Disney Plus, it's just him kind of going around and experiencing uh, a bunch of random stuff. It's like, oh, I'm going to go see how this ice cream's made. And uh, like all those mannerisms in his movies are just him toning it down. He's actually like a really yeah, odd yeah, character yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in real life. He, he's a weird guy. So it's not just him playing a quirky character. He's basically just being typecast because that's just but his I actual mean, personality. Um, like he's not the main character in Jurassic Park and he's like kind of one of the he's one of the main I guess you could say in Independence Day but it's like yeah like you said like three like a three different like three different stories going on. So I'm more just kind of is I, I again I've only seen when it comes to Jeff Goldblum I really like Jeff Goldblum but I have only seen the stuff that he is like well known for as opposed to branching out um i'm sorry um so i'm more just kind of curious is he <laughs> other enough. than the fly is he in is he how often is he a leading <laughs> man because i can't think of again i didn't like or at least uh, one that's super well known well, he's, the way he's... these movies are but then again these are big blockbuster studio movies uh Let's see. I'm actually going through his IMDb page right now. Oh, he was the main character in um, Jurassic Park. Okay, World yeah, okay, yes. Actually, yeah. I mean, yeah, yes. I, okay. yeah, I forgot I, about I, that. But, which, as you know, we got a whole. We are, sorry, spoiler, we are talking Lost World uh, later this month, so I'll hold off for that. But, um, okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, but that's also, but that's different because yeah, that like was he, he... an ensemble, and then the story just focused on him as opposed to, like, he was, he's just. Like, we've already met him. We're not, um, like, being introduced to him as, like, the leading yeah. character. That makes sense. Well, I mean, to be fair, like, his role was actually, like, significantly reduced. Really? The first Jurassic Park oh, yeah, because, in the, the book, in the, yeah. Well, in the book, well, in the, because, well, because based on, on the book, uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm's character is way more involved in the events of the, the book. And there's actually, like, eight other, like, doctors and like people being sent to the island to evaluate it rather than just like the five I really people want to read the book because i've heard um there's some yeah there are some there's like a, there's a particularly like interesting like point that his character makes about uh jurassic park and the dinosaurs which but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about independence day um but yeah <laughs> overall, we're talking about those aliens like this movie is copy and pasted from the first one trying to you know, recreate stuff from the first one that worked in the last movie, but it's like, okay, yes, just because there was a group in the last movie, we kind of talked about it, the, like, the pilot guy whose family, he, like, they're, they're all kind of, like, but they live in a trailer, and they kind of have to take care of their dad. Yeah, I, I think that's, I think that, I think that's Randy Quaid. Oh, yeah, 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 it is. But he, um, but they're, you know, taking yeah. care of him, and but they contribute yep. that he ends up contributing and is the one that like, you know, like dies for the cause. Like these kids, it was pointless. Yeah. I did think that scene though, later when, so uh, Jeff Goldblum's dad was on his boat when the uh, ship landed and he's now just on land in his boat and ends up joining this like group of kids. And, they find this like stranded bus load of kids on the side of the road and their cars out of gas. So they decide to take the bus. And later when, uh, so the, what was the premise? The aliens are trying to 
get to our core. The, the they're earth. trying. They're, yeah, they're trying to. Ex, yeah, they're trying to extract our molten earth core because that fuels their ships and upgrades their technology, according to the alien sphere that they blew up in the beginning of this movie because we thought it was it was an alien threat that just popped up right in front of the moon base in the very beginning that just coincidentally established like a crazy badass space laser death ray it's like all right they're not communicating with us they seem super threatening because they just voiped into existence right in front of our moon base we're gonna kind of shoot that because you know we kind of have a bad experience when it comes to aliens invading yeah. our personal space. Voip, and then the other aliens show up and is like, "Well, we can't, we can't kill that. The thing's the size of a continent. The thing's the size of Russia. We need to get rid of this thing. We need to get out of here." It, it just voiped it out of existence, and then the mothership shows up, which I, I also just, I, I hated the fact that. In this movie, yeah. they kept mentioning stuff that happened in the first movie that we're just now hearing about for the first time. Because, like, when they're when they're in Africa and David's there, um, uh, oh, quick quick sign tan- tangent to my tangent. What the hell was the point of that insurance adjuster guy that was just following David around the entire movie? That like like Floyd oh, the glasses guy. Yeah, I, Floyd Rosenberg. I did not know his name until I looked up the IMDb. He he was just comedic relief because he didn't he didn't do anything. I think he killed like one alien out of just pure stupid luck at like the very end of the movie. But aside from that, he was just like, "You need to sign this because I've been following you around." I I I honestly don't know what he was doing there. He he was just an, there were so many wasted characters in this movie and it annoyed me to no end because they they provided absolutely nothing of value or merit to this movie um but but anyway when they're when they're in africa they're they're examining the one spaceship that landed and apparently this this african nation who pretty much just closed off their entire borders to the outside world have been fighting a guerrilla war with the aliens which sounds like a much better premise than the movie that we got today. On a on a larger scale, yeah, like yeah, a guerrilla war in Africa. That sounds and awesome. That, yeah, I that guy actually, that guy was like actually like genuinely like I was kind of intrigued by him and interested by him, and we didn't really get that much <laughs> out of him. Yeah, um, yeah, he was just like a. He was just like a like a badass like semi like African warlord, and it's like he he knows like the aliens like like personal weaknesses to their armor yeah. and like how to get around like their like firearms. It's like they're weak from the back because it's the blind spot in their helmets. Like that's fucking awesome. So it's like it's like oh yeah, they're they're uh, weak to sharp uh, objects in the back of their armor because that's the weak spot. They only protect from the front. Their weak spot is their back. They can't turn their back to the enemies. Like, just can we just get this guy a movie? I I would much rather watch him growing up in this, like, African, like, uh, country being ravaged by aliens and they have, like, alien skulls, like, decorating, like, the trees of his, like, villas. Like, it's just fucking badass. That's a, much, that's a much better concept. 
for sure. It's because, yeah. yeah, there's really no need. It's not even just, they're trying to tie this back so hard to the first one by like, there, I guess is like a 20 year anniversary of, um, of the, you know, previous movie and they're having a whole celebration. Yeah. And that's when, uh, you know, all the stuff goes down, starts, starts to go down. And it just didn't need it. If anything, I'm like, doesn't it seem we, I was like, is it even independence day? I think they briefly mentioned it is. I feel like they were writing the screenplay and then they're just like, Oh wait, we didn't. Oh wait, did we just specify that this is all happening during the 4th of July? Okay. Let's just, let's just have someone say it. Like it's briefly just thrown in there. And then at the very end, Bill Pullman says like, this is for America. Happy Independence Day, or whatever his line was. Like, it yeah. just, if anything, I was like, why Why does this have to happen on Independence Day again? It, like, is there some reason? Like, and if, like, I, I thought when um, Jeff Goldblum and, what was her name? Catherine, she's the one, like, the, that's, I, the, I don't know. Female Jeff Goldblum. Female she, Jeff I don't Goldblum. Know. But, um, she, she, she did nothing other than agree with him, pretty much. But they find, like, was it like a distress call or something? Or that's, I was just getting so confused because at first they're like, these are the same aliens. No, they're not. Yes, they are. And by the end, it sounded like it was. And I'm like, which is it? Are these the same aliens? Or is it completely different? Like, I thought it was a different species for most of the movie. And then it sounded like they just kept changing their mind. Like, I genuinely still don't know. No, like, the the only thing that, like, the only confusion I had with, like, if, is this the same one was when they were referring to the, like, alien orb that they shot in the beginning. Because, it's like, when we first see that, it's like, it is noticeably different yeah. than what we saw in the first one. It's like, oh, they're gonna deal with like another alien threat. Like that's that's a cool premise. Like, okay, it's not it's not just the same stuff. No, it's the same stuff. It's just this guy this like like floating orb is like, hey, I'm here to warn you guys, um, and also try to evacuate as much of you guys as possible so we can defend against them when they show up to like my planet, which is like properly defended specifically mm -hmm. for them to show up it's like okay why didn't you say that before we shot you you literally just kind of hovered there and didn't say anything yeah it just it just didn't it was just this like like you had ample time to respond it just did not need to happen that is the biggest takeaway it, it just it made no sense and this is universal right is it no, this is um, this is 20th Century Fox. Oh, Fox. oh, right, right, wait, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, this is Fox. Okay, then my the thing I was gonna say is irrelevant because it's not universal. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> um, I mean, I will say I went into this with such low expectations, and I saw how poorly like how low its ratings are on imdb and i think i was just more worried about being bored which um a lot of the reviews people were saying like i did wow you can have a big giant action movie and nothing happen or that's super boring and i wouldn't say i was necessarily bored i was entertained for the most part i think i was just and i've seen way worse um i think it's just it's trying to connect it so hard to the first one. Um, and also it, it, yeah. it, it just doesn't 
need to happen. But there were plenty of scenes that I was having like fun watching or I like laughed at a joke. Like I think, um, I think I started to talk about this part earlier when uh, Jeff Goldblum's dad is driving the bus and he's driving, they're trying to drive to area 51. And this is just like, they know they got X amount of minutes until the alien you know, penetrates the Earth's core. And so they're trying to, they're going through what their plan. And Jeff Goldblum, they see a school bus driving across the desert. And De- uh, Jeff, I was a Dennis. Jeff Goldblum <laughs> is just like, waving <laughs> his arms, trying to get them to stop. And someone on the bus is like, a tall, gangly guy is waving at us. And uh, the dad's like, tall, gangly guy, that's my David. And I thought the joke was funny, but it was just like, I would have just said, Hey, I think some guy's waving at us. I wouldn't have specified that he was tall and gangly. Like there was no need for that. They, the description was there just so the uh, they you know him he could be like, oh, that's my David. And him and the dad in the last movie were were kind of like were funny together. And this movie, they're barely together until like the last little bit. But I did, I will say, the scene yeah. where Jeff Goldmoon's driving the bus and the aliens like chasing him, it was so ridiculous. But it was kind of fun. And I was thinking, if this is a if this was a better movie, this would be like a great like Universal Studios ride or something. Like that concept of you're in a school bus and just, you know, driving away, racing away from an alien. Yeah, but it it it, but it, honestly, when that scene showed up, I before we even get to that, I, I just want to say, like, uh, yeah, I do agree. This movie is trying way too hard to connect with the previous movie, which you shouldn't be so heavily reliant and use like a previous movie as a crutch because then it just hinders mm-hmm. the performance and the impact that a sequel will have is if all you're talking about is the first movie if you're all you're talking about is the first movie then i'm just gonna watch the first movie because that's already something that you won't shut up about if 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 you're just gonna keep talking about something i'm just gonna watch that instead but uh going into the scene of like the queen alien chasing the bus um at that moment in the movie she's chasing like the signal for the alien sphere which i think at that point is just out in the open she knows exactly where it is so why does she have such a hate boner for the bus and (laughs) and the various planes like there's no like like the bus poses no threat to her the planes pose barely any threat to her because she has like shield around her which i mean it eventually goes away but there's no point and she can tr- controls like her entire like fleet of drones to like come and protect her so it's like why yeah we <sighs> this movie yeah. just makes so many stupid mistakes and just poses no rational explanation no. whatsoever and it pisses me off to no end i've i've read a lot of scripts for like you know internships and stuff like that and uh and i've noticed i've read and sometimes i will you know, read a, where I'm reading a script where I'm just like the something about this dialogue comes off really awkward to me, or I can, this doesn't like, I cannot see this sounding good in real life. And recently I was on, I was a script supervisor. I was on set and the script, um, had some awkward dialogue, but while I was there, I noticed, I realized 
there was this one scene in particular where I didn't love the dialogue when I read it, but when I was hearing it, I'm like, oh, this actually sounds way better because the actors are really talented. And in this movie, there are a lot of talented actors in this movie. And I do think Liam Hemsworth um, is a pretty talented actor, but in this movie, he is definitely eye yeah, candy. No. But there was a particular scene where I could just see it. I could just see the dialogue on the page and I could just see myself being like, it came off. It was the scene where like, uh, the, like all of the, the pilots just arrived on the base on the moon, which we, we got to talk about in just a second. But like, and just, and like yeah. Hemsworth is like fixing his, fixing something and his friends talking to him and just the way they're talking. Oh yeah, his his yeah his comedic relief sidekick, which who does nothing other than be comedic yeah, relief sidekick. And just something with the dialogue, it just came off like to me as just like this is very much on paper. It does not sound like not saying people can't speak this way or that people don't speak this way. It just sounded like shitty script. And I know that sounds really weird, but I I, I know it's it's like I could just see it on the page. Like I've seen this type of dialogue on page and. There are, and if the acting was maybe, I want to say maybe it's the actor's fault, but there, I will say the guy that plays Dylan, who's Will Smith's son, I had a lot of issues with his acting was weird to me. Um, it, it particularly we find out. So, uh, I guess him and Liam Hemsworth. So Liam Hemsworth is engaged to, uh, so Bill Pullman was the president, his daughter, he's engaged to his president. President Whitmore's daughter. And, um, uh, him and Will Smith's son and her were all pilots. And I guess uh, he says, and she says, so uh, I saw before he goes up into space, she's like, I saw, uh, cause she was with the, she works for the president now. She's like, I saw Dylan today. And he's like, I don't know. He says something and she's like, well, you tried to, you did try to have, you almost got him killed. Remember? And that pissed me the fuck off because I can't, that is the shittiest explanation. When you have exposition, when you try to say, remember, it's like, yeah, no, duh, no, duh, he remembers. We, as the audience, don't know any of this. You're just saying this for our benefit, and it pisses me off because it's like, you're not giving us a chance to, like, they didn't say what happened, just the whole remember. It's like, ugh, yeah, he remembers. We know that. He knows this. We just don't. Don't do it for our benefit. It, like, no, nothing that they say comes across now. No, and then this is... It, it's it's very forced. When we meet Dylan, when Dylan re... Uh, like, and and uh, Liam Hemsworth show up. Dylan is Will Smith's son. He punches him in the face, and he's like, I've been waiting a long time to do that. And then we find out later, they were just training, and Will... Will? Liam, who's Will? I can't... Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> who's Will? <laughs> Liam Hemsworth's character... They were just training and he was just being reckless and almost got uh, Will Smith's son. He, he, he winged, winged dinged him. him and he almost, you know, he almost died. And this is just training. And I, and I think the reason about the punch pissed me off so much was something about it. Just, it didn't feel it. Yeah. I felt so forced. I feel like if you're in a situation like that, where someone almost tried to kill you, like it, it just, that reaction just seems that didn't it didn't seem like the the anger sure but it's like did you not have it out after did you not have a conversation after did have you not seen each other like he just you crash land and that was it you didn't see him again like i just 
didn't buy that at all. It's like, no, they would have already had it out. Maybe they hate each other, but they would have already have like had dealt. Yeah, they would have at least at least had like a falling yeah, out or something. Which they ha- and it's like this is the first time they've seen each other in like X amount of And we listen to we see the scene, we listen to like the audio of when he crashed and his he was just like, I've been hit. I'm going down. Ah and then when his when he later when uh the ship's landing, like the alien ship and he sees Vivica Fox is a doctor. She's trying to get this woman who just gave birth out of the hospital with her baby. And he and the plane just stops. She gets the baby and the mom on and she falls and then she falls and dies. And you he, he's just like, no. ah! And it was just like, you're watching your mom fall to her death. Just scream. It just it just it just was it was very much reading his life. real men show emotion like, okay, it wasn't that she didn't show emotion it was just it th- to me that is not the proper response it's like yes you would be upset and you might scream but the scream felt very much like a ah not a like oh my god my mom like he didn't it didn't seem sad or anything he was just like ah mom just reading a script it's like um uh- it's like, oh man, Ma, that so sucks. Kind of glossed over this, but um, so I guess because they they mentioned this all in the expositional speech that the uh, president is reading because she's going to give it at the celebration. Um, they all uh, the, yes. they now kind of have like re the whole Earth is like revamped because now they have alien technology and you know prepared for a fight against an alien attack and blah blah blah. Yeah. Also, I'm gonna call I'm gonna call full bullshit on that. Because they said it's like, oh yeah, never before in our twenty years, all all of our conflicts seem so petty. It's like, not not every conflict in human history is based off of petty reason. And you're telling me that in the twenty years since the alien showed up, we have complete and total unification of humanity in the entire world, every single country. Okay, I'm gonna call but, bullshit. But like. I was at first. I was like, "Wait, what year is this? Is this supposed?" I thought this was set more into the future. No, it's supposed to be set twenty sixteen. This is just like a kind of an alternate, like because the events of the yeah. last movie. This is the world now, and <laughs> yeah, and they refer to the the events of the first movie, the war yes. of ninety six, and uh, there I guess now is a station on the moon, and that's where uh, Liam Hemsworth is, and it just. While they were up there, he, he was banished to the moon because that's his punishment. He was banished. To oh the yeah, moon. because of his uh, training issue, and I, I was yeah. also just kind of like, if he's this reckless and how, like, if he does this kind of shit, why is why is uh, the president's daughter with him? Other than okay, he is hot guy. I thought she was gonna get together with Will Smith's son. And then when I saw Liam Hemsworth, that would that would have made more sense. It would have made way had, more they, sense. And when I saw that, they had a, yeah, they had a history in the in the first movie. I thought that was whole, yeah, I agree. I think Liam Hemsworth should not have been in this movie. It should have been just the focus was Will Smith's son. It would have been more emotional, made more sense why it's tied to the the last movie. Um, Liam Hemsworth's story is that his parents died in '96. Oh, yeah, and oh, okay. Um, and, and, and the last thing I said yeah. to my parents was, "I hate them." Cool, edgy yes. <laughs> teenager. Oh, you're such a badass. But um, uh, but no, it was fuck more off like and go to hot topic. Oh, Get out they, of here. It was more of like, oh, they think that's the last thing. It's like, okay, well, guess I guess you were a teenager, like whatever. But but like really, um, I mean, I don't know. I haven't been in that situation. I don't know what that's like. But uh, I 
he's it almost kind of felt like it, there were parts of this movie that felt like doom like we're in space and there's like an alien loose in the facility kind of like esque vibes which I kind of I, I can I can kind of I didn't want to go vibe that you're doom. you're picking <laughs> yeah. you didn't want to reference doom but actually doom made its presence I will say known. doom the first doom made a little more sense than this movie doom annihilation was one of the worst things i've ever seen but like but um it wow that's oh the oh. second one but oh, um, you, you you sweet summer child no no there there's far worse out there <laughs> but also let's say let's just kind of jump to the end because you know they uh you know so oh we find out it's it's like the same thing there was a not same thing we actually they realized in the last one that they when they blew up the ship there probably was a queen inside and they probably killed her and that's why they were able to win so this time they are like putting all their focus like we got to kill the queen they got to kill the queen and you know they kill the queen and the uh sphere the digital sphere who kind of says like her civilization all went digital like a millennia, a millennia. ago. Yeah, yeah. They they basically said that it basically said that as like I'm the sole survivor of my species. My planet is fully protected. My technology is like well, wait. If you're the sole survivor of your entire species, then your technology would have gone up against these invaders beforehand, and it's lost. And then you would have lost since you're the only survivor. Why are you saying your technology is superior? In comparison that to is what, a good us? point. <laughs> That's a really if, if good point. If, if you're comparing it to us, then maybe, but a lot of our technology is based off of the invader technology. So wouldn't that put us in a tier above you? But um, wouldn't, yeah. Shouldn't you be taking technology tips from us since we're the only ones who beat them? But um, at the end, were they gearing it up for another movie? Yes. Oh, they sequel baited hard. So hard. It, was, it just ended with like, interstellar travel when and they're like oh we're gonna take the fight to them they're like when do we when do we when do we start and then like the movie ends and i'm just like good god don't yeah um but that also so you were talking about the sphere earlier why like the alien was chasing the so they use the coordinates or the like uh what was it like she was giving off like uh she, radio, okay, so yeah, she, she, yeah, she was she, she was giving off like a very specific like radiation signature. So their plan was they, they were going it. to yeah they copied it and they were going to bring out into the salt flats in like the middle of like air, like way outside the base and have it like suck up a bunch of like cold fusion bombs and then blow it up and then use the shield generators for the base to like make sure that the explosion didn't just blow up the entire state because they were going to use a lot of bombs because it's a big ship. It's like, that makes sense. And then they were going to hide the real sphere in an isolation chamber that they use for like all the alien prisoners that they've had since 96. I forgot. The problem with that plan. So the problem with that plan is they can track this sphere from like way out into like the depths of space, like way past the moon, like past Jupiter and like well within our solar system to like a pinpoint accuracy spot on our planet. They're on our planet. And so is the sphere. How, how good is your isolation chambers? Because 
all the aliens there were able to have like a psychic connection to the alien when it when it approached our solar system they immediately started thrashing about and basically were like ah she's coming she's coming and using the whole playing the whole pronoun game uh about it and so yeah i don't think your isolation chambers are going to do shit when you're they're that close it but really like i think what i thought was like weird was they so the Do- what's the name is dr what doctor dr oaken dr oaken he like, brent spiner brent spiner he's so like excited obviously by this like you know like artificial intelligence and that he and he like wants to like know so much about it that while it's in the sphere he like touches it just so he can like you know see what it knows and i thought oh him activating it it's gonna set off a signal and that alien is gonna go after that and didn't seem like that was i mean she knew just figured it out figured out that the other one was a fake and obviously this is the real one but that didn't seem to have any issues like that didn't i was like i'm like um i thought it was gonna go somewhere and it did not and actually yeah even when bill so bill pullman sacrifices himself um to you know he's gonna you know they're gonna use the signal put a bunch of bombs in he's gonna obviously it's gonna you know you know kill himself to destroy the alien and yeah not not after he gives another rousing speech like he did in the first oh my god the speech was so it just it felt i think he actually did he set a microphone down during that scene so everyone would hear or was that his i don't know why he had a cane I was like, oh, he's old. Because he's, he's old. 60, he was like 63. Like, they he's were, so old. They were trying to make know. it up like, oh, he's like really old and this messed him up. And well, also the like, very... I, I, th- I, th- I think they were also trying to like play with the fact because he like had like a psychic connection with like the yeah, one alien in right. the first movie. And they were really playing up that angle too. So that kind of like made him... That made him like deteriorate a little bit more. But... I swear to God, his speech could not have been a more by-the-numbers inspirational action movie speech. Yeah, it, it just hit all the check marks. Like, oh, we're not doing this for ourselves. We're doing this for the next generation. Look at what we've accomplished when we work together. Today yeah. is our independence. It, like he was just hitting like all like the check marks you needed. There was nothing behind it. Just dead yeah, behind the... the eyes saying this. <laughs> it was just so. It was such a pandering speech that it wasn't even fun to listen to. Yeah, the last one was actually inspiring, and it was fun. And then there was that incredibly, really into it. uh, What what did you... You sent it... You sent me... When we were actually recording Star Wars, you sent that clip to me of Ben of the really, like, like overacting, patriotic... Oh, there, there's one extra at the end of that speech who just so gives everything into like the two seconds he has on this screen. It's like I'm gonna make my mom, my acting coach, proud. Just salutes. What like, did you call crazy it? Like, the patriot? Is that the term, or am I thinking of something else? Yeah, the most overacting um, patriot. Yeah, it, the speech felt came off very okay. We need inspiring speech. It just this. And then, but also Bill Pullman, uh, they obviously need uh, someone to make the ultimate sacrifice. And uh, because she, oh, so she thinks uh, Liam Hemsworth is dead, uh, President Whitmore's daughter, like, you know, 
I, I, I'm assuming that was the implication. Like he's, she assumes he's dead. She oh, volunteers. Oh yeah. And then, that, that, yeah, no, yeah. I, yeah, go, no, oh, go okay. ahead. I, I, I have Which, something to say. Like, there's a whole plan and it fails and they assume that they're dead, but they don't know for sure. And uh, then Bill, she's like a volunteers. And then Bill Pullman is like, you know, comes out. No. And he's in his uniform and he's shaved. His face is clean shaven. And I gotta say, I was like, Bill Pullman, you're like 63. You look really good. Like, good for you. Like, and yeah, he looked great. No, honestly, he does. (laughs) It was, uh, and, um, and she even says to his like security guard or the, the, his bodyguard guy, she's like, do not let him get on. It's like, I get, I can't, again, I have not been in this situation. I obviously would not want my dad to make that kind of sacrifice, but like, I, I also have not been president, so I don't know what the chain of command is. We're daughter to Secret Service agent. I mean, so then we're in this really, obviously, very high stakes situation. If he doesn't go on it. Oh, I'm assuming that it was, okay, if he doesn't do it, she'll do it. Which is the implication. But, like, I don't know. It just was like, who's going to do it? Is it going to be you? Like, yeah. Uh, and someone's going to do it. And he wants to. He wants to make this last sacrifice. So, I don't know. It, it just... Well, I don't know. It was it was just very like this movie sucked. Like it was just really bad. I don't I don't know many times I can say that. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Um. So yeah, go, going back to to my point. So she thinks that uh, uh, Hemsworth is dead, along with like Will Smith, son, and like the 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 rest, like Legacy Squadron. Again, that's a really stupid yeah. name. Um. So when the alien mothership first shows up, it's like, okay, we need to uh, attack. So they do the same thing that they did in the first movie, which was attack in in mass and try to destroy and cripple like a, a major part of the ship. They send out drones to, to na- knock out their, their shield generators. Like, okay, we got past that hurdle. And then, wouldn't you know it a ship the size of antarctica would have a shitload of defenses and completely overwhelms them and liam hemsworth's like hey they're they're docking things is open let's let's fly in there we'll fly into the ship and we'll we'll kind of get out of this firefight so him uh wilson's son and like a bunch of other pilots fly into the ship and uh it's like Oh no, it's a trap. It's like what what's a trap? There there's no point to the trap. Did the aliens need like live humans for something? Because she sets off like an EMP that just destroys their ship and knocks out like pretty much like every satellite uh like around the around the planet. So they they crash land in like this actually like really cool looking like ecosystem inside this giant like almost planet size space spaceship and now what they're just kind of stuck there and they're slowly kind of getting hunted that would have been a really cool premise for a movie that, too. yeah there's this movie has so many like <laughs> like wait it, this movie just is just constant wasted opportunity yeah um, <laughs> but yeah. It, the the thing that like i thought was really weird about that was what was the point of that tramp? Now you just have like a dozen or so humans just kind of loose on your ship with no real 
plan afterwards. Oh, yeah. That they, his, that, his... that that trap that trap doesn't serve serve any purpose. It's like you attack, she counterattacked. You guys weren't prepared. That's not a trap. That's she's that's not a that's not a trap. So I don't understand why they said it's like it's a trap. It's like no, that was just a defense. And yeah, and you guys were idiots for falling for it. And then his it's uh, not a trap. His plan there in their attempt to get out. His distraction is uh, flipping off the aliens and peeing. In front of them. Yep. Uh, Liam Hemsworth. Uh, and. <laughs> yeah. And I will say before, um, like just before he goes up and in, up into the ship, uh, because, yeah, they realize like she knows that they're going to. I even thought that they basically see the ship recognize, OK, all these dots are probably life forms. And so what's this giant one? That's the queen. I even thought, like, how do we know that's actually her or that it's... I, I even guessed, like, is it going to be a trap? And it was. And and Liam Hemsworth and uh, the, you know, president's daughter, they were, like, you know, they're engaged. So she says something like, I really like that house on Harrison Street. And he's like, yeah, if it's still there. And I will say, at this moment, I'm like, guys, this... I kind of thought, is he going to die? And part of me assumes no because he's Liam Hemsworth, if he's going to die, it's going to be the very, very end. But typically, uh, rule of thumb, don't, when characters make plans, good, I don't care, good or bad, I've seen it happen in like good, you know, movies and shows, TV shows and bad ones. When when characters yeah. make plans like that, right before, uh, like, you know, a chaotic event, it almost always ends with someone dying. And then, you know, fake death, but also I was like, no, it's Liam Hemsworth, he's probably not going to die. Because a bunch no. of girls would get up and leave the theater. Maybe. I don't know, 2016 was a crazy year. Um, actually, you know what? It was. Anyway. Um, it can, it, it's been crazy for the past for few sure, years. For sure, for sure. It, like, really kind of... Yeah, but anyway. Um, anyway, so I, yeah. The, 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 fi- the final question of the night. Sam, do you think this movie no. can happen in no. real life? Yeah, no. same. No. Just... All right, join us <laughs> next week, folks, while we talk about you, uh, a slightly better what movie. What do you think? No. <laughs> and if it did, I'd root for the aliens. Yeah, it's just, like, I don't know. What was even the aliens' plans in the last movie? I don't even, I don't remember the first one that well, obviously. It's been, like, a year. That was the thing, is that the aliens' motive wasn't fully established, other than killing all the humans to do something else and it was kind of just it was just like oh what do you want from us die it's like okay um that's super, no that's super creepy but, uh you know something else it's yeah like, I, don't, I don't i don't i don't <laughs> want to i don't really i don't really feel like it right now um okay yeah because like their plan what well, we don't know again so yeah we don't know their motives in the last one but we know their plan was like was ridiculous but it was like kind of interesting of like they're stationed over these various spots around the globe and then you know just destroy that area because they're trying to like just that's like the first attack and this yeah and 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 also they kind of live like an inkling of like hope because like oh we can totally take these things down they're not that big i mean they're like yeah these ships are huge but like those ones we can take them down a mile long and this one was yeah, they're like a mile long. And that's like three thousand miles. That's like about the that's like a, about roughly like a little smaller than like the U.S. 
like like across like yeah the- it it the the thing is so big it had its own gravitational pull and just destroyed like a third of the planet and it just it that whole sequence so when it was landing it was i will say it was interesting there were a couple there were some visuals that were really interesting like uh i think was it japan was being like decimated and people all started like was it the gravity like oh no no, no no since since this was uh since they were pandering to china oh that it was china. china okay yeah they were they were they were a lot of the movies that have been coming out in like the past few years that have like major like like major studios are like pandering to china bigger because box office, yeah. of like bigger box office returns in an international market and they have the biggest population, so we got to pander to them. Okay, I mean, okay, I, I, I don't, I, I think I assumed it was I mean, Japan because, um, it, I don't know, the way it landed, I was trying to figure out where exactly is it landing? Is it landing like it was partly in the ocean, it was partly on land? I thought it was kind of just across the Pacific, so I thought it was Japan, but I guess not. Um, but like that scene was yeah. actually visually, I think I was even like, oh, holy shit! Like it was like there are all these cars just trying to get out and then they're all just suddenly thrown up. Like there were moments that were interesting and I, I definitely wasn't bored. Um, it was just, this is again, it's about a two hour movie and it just didn't need to happen. I think, I think that Jeff Goldblum was the only person that I was, and maybe Bill Pullman were, and I guess actually the doctor was fun too. I guess the people from the, the first one were, fun to watch and everyone else i'm like i don't particularly care <laughs> yeah so um if you're thinking about watching this on this, into, this on a... on july, uh, <laughs> july uh maybe don't like i don't remember i just i think i said last year i didn't think that the first one was that great and i actually feel really stupid because when we did godzilla i was annoyed because you had sent me the um I think you were sending me like the like nostalgia critic Godzilla before we did it, and he was crapping on Independence Day, which I hadn't seen. But I was like, I thought it was a way oh, better movie yeah. because everyone loved it so much. And then when I watched it, I'm like, what was wrong with me? Why was I defending this movie? A, I hadn't even seen, and B, it wasn't that. I mean, it's fun. It was a fun movie, but it had a lot of problems. This was just makes the first one look like the best. Th- it makes it look so much better. <laughs> Because this one was so bad. Yeah, it it was pandering to an audience for a movie that came out twenty years ago, and really provided nothing of merit to have this movie stand on its own legs, other than just, hey, remember what we did in this movie twenty years ago? Yeah, I'd much rather be watching that. <laughs> the end. That's yeah, the movie. I think <laughs> yeah, the very beginning. There were a couple of moments from like, oh great, when they first uh, when Bill Pullman. So Bill Pullman blew up the ship and then the queen comes out and then uh, his daughter, cause she's now flying again. She breaks uh, her shield. Cause she's got her own personal, like, uh, like force field shield kind of thing. And then uh, Liam yeah. Hemsworth and them uh, break, like, you know, kill her and kill the queen. And uh, like when the ship blows up and they're like, uh, Jeff Goldblum, like, do you have confirmation? And at first I'm like, there's 20 minutes left. Is this the actual end? Like, this can't be the end. But also, I could believe it's the end because this movie's not very good. And the next 20 minutes is just going to be of, like, 
I don't know, epilogue. Like, but, but then I will say, I'm like, okay, thank God it wasn't because that would have been such a dumb ending. Cause it would have, I'm like, oh wow, that was easy. Um, and also actually this brings yeah. a question that I had. So are the aliens all, they're all in these, like, are they, it's it their skin or is it like a protective suit or armor? Like, like the queen uh, dies and she comes out of her skin and like yeah so they they basically they like have it, so they basically have like a separate like body they have like a like a body in like their heads that it like does like their primary like I don't even know how to explain it because I don't. I honestly don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't care anymore. I thought that they were cool, but this movie just this movie drains the fun out of you. It really does. I really don't have anything left in the tank at this point after this movie and talking about it. Just it made me want to watch Jurassic Park. This is just with a much. This made me want to watch a better yeah. Alien movie. This made me just want to watch Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Or transform. It made you. It made just, you want to watch Transformers. It was so bad. It it made me want to watch Age of Extinction. It was which that bad. Oh, that's that's like the is that the which which one is that? I know it's Transformers, but is that four? Five, is that I don't Mark? Even that's Mark anymore. Wahlberg, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But actually, even um, like right. it kind of reminded me a little bit of like. Michael, Michael Bay very much is like my dad and I like a year ago watched six underground and we were just, it was, we were laughing because it was very much pandered for men. And there were a lot of like sex scenes and like just, or, or like random, like time, like I think there was probably nudity in it or just like act, action sequence. Like Michael Bay just very much knows his audience is just catering to that. And this is kind of feels like, he, you know, kind of the same thing ish, but um, it's like it's trying to be more family friendly, which is why we have those groups of kids or uh, like people trying to avenge their their parents. It's like trying to be less for just teens and more for like a family. But it's like, I mean, I don't know. It still could be a way better, better movie. <laughs> Ah, uh, this movie, it just, let's, let's just in a quick recap, this movie Suck. panders to an audience that doesn't exist anymore <laughs> yeah. by upping the stakes to a ludicrous degree, to a ludicrous degree that just borders on a parody at this point by having a continent sized spaceship. and adds so many unnecessary characters that if you could combine all of them into one character and it still wouldn't have been a fully fleshed out character it has so many wasted plot lines and threads that could have been full movies in their own right that would have been immensely better than this raging dumpster fire of a movie so uh, I give this movie nine out of ten stars. Gets my full recommendation. Go watch it right now. In the meantime, I'm Kevin Tracy. You can listen to us on Spotify, Twitter, uh, uh, all the all the podcast sites. Take it away, Sam. Yeah, <laughs> all those things.
yeah, I'd give this, I'd give this movie, um, uh, it's no, it's, I'm trying to, hang on, I'm trying to make it, uh, tied to the movie. It, I give it, uh, zero giant spaceships out of five giant spaceships. It was terrible. Jeff, if, I mean, I don't know. It's so bad we can't even <laughs> joke right now. <laughs> This movie just destroyed our will to carry <laughs> no, on right I think, now. No, I think the the movie that really truly destroyed me was Doom Annihilation. And actually, recently, um, <laughs> I know we're not unofficially doing recommendations. Uh, recently, my friends and I watched The Astrologer. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's this like really bad movie from the seventies that kind of suddenly it got released like on the internet recently. And that movie was 100% oh. without a doubt the worst thing I have ever seen. Not even just like how I used to have, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. That's like a regular, you know, studio movie or the worst thing I've ever seen. That's like just a bad movie. This is 100, that was 100% the worst thing I've ever seen. So this movie in research is just, it's, it's not even the worst thing I've seen. It just did not need to happen. That is the bottom line. This movie did not need to happen. But in a world of like, let's make a bunch of reboots. They felt that this was an appropriate one. Uh, And it was not. Yeah, Which really sucks because it really did have potential. Oh, yeah. It really did. And that's the tragedy for this movie. That always pisses me off. The movie that could have been. That they, they yeah, they, yeah. Just like the the dark universe. Oh god, okay. Like and, oh my god. And they they shit the bed. I cannot hard wait. I cannot wait until we talk about that that mummy. I am chomping at I the cannot... bed to talk about the mummy. I mean I <laughs> Screw it, we're talking about it now. <laughs> Buckle in folks, we're talking about two movies. <laughs> and on that note, I'm Samantha Tomlinson. <laughs> I'm Kevin Tracy. You've been listening to Movie Real. Bye-bye, folks, and don't watch this movie, so hope you got it. Just, just don't. Or just watch, I'm sure on YouTube there's, like, all Jeff Goldblum scenes. Just watch that part. Just watch those. <laughs> just watch, just, just watch literally anything else. All right. Bye, folks. Bye.